Welcome back to Collector's Closet, presented by The Ohio Lottery. Let's discuss my newest prize possession, this new $10 scratch-off, the $500,000 Platinum Jackpot. The best method I've found so far to help it hold its value is to vacuum seal it. This thing cannot get scratched. What's that? Sorry, my producer's telling me the only way it could be worth up to 500 grand is if I do scratch it? Okay, well, in that case, definitely don't overprotect your $500,000 Platinum Jackpot scratch-offs. Play them. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. At Sephora, we know how you love to use makeup, skincare, hair care, and fragrances that work for you, but also how important it is to be in the know about the ingredients that are in them, which is why we created Clean at Sephora, curated products from brands like Merit, Amica, Summer Fridays, and Fleur that have everything you want, minus certain ingredients you might not. Clean at Sephora is only at Sephora. Shop now at Sephora.com. Someone keeps putting cupcakes on my porch with a note that says, Cupcakes for my little cupcake girl. I appreciate the free food, but I'm on a diet. Please stop this. From Hamlin Park, Seattle. Man, Seattle, huh? Just free cupcakes? Free, is that, I, I mean, that's tempting. That is tempting. They don't do that here in L.A. Well, that's how you stalk the next, you know, that did you wrong. You kill her with kindness, a.k.a. type A diabetes. Wait, stalking an ex? Yeah, that's obviously Oh, that's so you want to get them back? So yeah. you think you're going to lure them in with the, with the mm-hmm. diabetes? Either you're going to forgive me with these cupcakes or I'm going to kill you slowly. Because <laughs> <laughs> you get a cupcakes every day until we have a sit until down and talk. We get back together. This is Nosy Neighbors. I'm Chinadu Unaka. And I'm Candace Thompson. And we'll be breaking down the most absurd neighborhood posts we can find on the Citizen and Nextdoor apps. We don't discriminate. We find we them everywhere no. online. OnlyFans, TikTok. Shoot, I'll, I'll be checking the toilet graffiti at Starbucks. It could be one of those things where she's actually doing it to herself. Yeah. You know, like that person that's sometimes lonely and mm-hmm. then pretends like they're being, you know, have so many guys oh. and girls chasing they, them. They send the cupcakes to themselves. Yeah, they yeah. text themselves and they post a text on IG. Oh, my like, God. I have so many admirers. These dudes so thirsty. <laughs> i like, no one says. Nobody. Nobody did that. No guy put that many E's in by. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> I don't know why she's eating loose cupcakes from a random stranger. Now that's where we disagree. You would okay. So if somebody mm-hmm. m- remind you, she doesn't know who this is from. It doesn't say who. It she just don't. says cupcakes for my little cupcake girl. Yeah. Now if you just walked outside and saw some cupcakes on your stoop, yeah, you would eat them. Are they wrapped? Like in a, in they're a, wrapped in a box. They're in a box, but not like they're just store bought sure. with a, a sticker that's been not Look, tampered with. Without a doubt, I would eat them. The first time, I would be nervous. The first time, I would nibble it. You know, then I'll like sit down for an hour, see how I feel. After that, if I survive, that's how they get you. Two consecutive days. That's how they get you, though. I'm not thinking twice. I'm eating it at the mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone, now you know how to kill Chinadu. Just poison some cupcakes. But oh. on the second time, yeah. <laughs> only on the second drop off, let them eat the first ones that are untampered with. Yeah. And then you can kill them on the second batch. Oh, yeah. That's the easiest way to it's take me out. It's too 100%. easy. They're so easy to kill. Cupcakes, <laughs> carrot cake. Any it's type a wrap. of cake, anything with cake at the end of it. That's how to get me for sure. So stupid. Mm-hmm. 
right, let's jump into our first segment. This is where we discuss what's going on in our personal neighborhoods. This is this week in our neck of the woods. How was your neighborhood this week? Was it subtle or was it cracking, lacking? I'm going to say it was still fairly subtle. It was lacking in the cracking? It's lacking in the cracking. Damn it. But it's like my neighborhood. It always is. I would love a surprise every once in a while, but I'm pretty consistent with it being pretty mild. But this is a good one because it's kind of creepy. I'm all ears. All right. So the post reads, man standing in bushes facing wall early a.m. You heard me. Man standing standing in bushes bushes facing wall early Mm a.m. So this person writes, suspicious man hiding in our bushes. She writes, my mom took the dog out and then the dog started barking because he heard noises and they thought it was a raccoon. She reached mid walkway and noticed that it was a person facing the wall. Yeah. Half in the bushes. Mm-hmm. And then when the person saw them, he took off running. And two things stuck out. Red flip-flops and his height. She said, my mom is about 4'7", and the man was about the same height. <laughs> I was like, first of all, your mom's height stick up. <laughs> right. Let's not single out this guy facing right. the wall in your bushes. I was like, four what? <laughs> You don't normally expect to hear that when someone's talking about height. Yeah, what is the, uh, uh, what do you call it, gingerbread house? <laughs> <laughs> so, right then, you're like, okay, he wasn't even taller than the bushes. Facts. What was he going to see if the bushes are taller than him? Yeah, he didn't expect y'all to see him. <laughs> he says, snap, I got caught. He's obviously in love, and he saw your mama. Probably at, you know, yogurt land. <laughs> he saw your mom, he'll, you know, adding extra sprinkles on her, you know, blueberry tart dessert. And he was like, yo, that chick is my height. My height. And that's the only, <laughs> that's, that's that's the only, the only qualification. That's it. He's like, I pray she's, she's done it to taller guys. soulmate. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably trying to get to the mailbox, get her full name. To get all on, the information. Yeah, add her on the IG, make it seem like it's natural. Well, I mean, it doesn't sound like he was at the mailbox. He was facing a wall, which mm-hmm. to me is the funniest part. Yeah. Because that, I mean, to me, that's the creepiest part of it all. Imagine just walking outside and seeing somebody facing a wall, <laughs> not doing anything. They're not peeing. Yeah. Which is what you suspect if you saw a man facing a wall. You're like, oh, he peeing. Yeah. No, he's just standing there facing the wall. <laughs> well, but you ever been like caught? Being in somewhere you weren't supposed to be, and it's too late to hide, so you just freeze. Is that what it is? That's the move to yeah. face the wall. It sounded like it was like an early, early morning. So it, it wasn't was the morning time for sure. Somewhat dark. Yeah. Still. So he was like, maybe. Maybe that was him trying to blend in with the bushes. Facts. Because if I move a muscle, the bushes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The bushes maybe go. They maybe they won't see. Me. So he was like, I gotta be absolutely still. And then he could feel her footsteps right mm-hmm. with the dog, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden the footsteps stopped. Mm-hmm. He's like, damn it, maybe they see me. And then when the footstep stops, that's mm-hmm. when he knows I'm caught. And that's when it took off. And that's when it took off. Which I would also like to point out the flip-flops because mm-hmm. you can't be doing dirt and doing creepy stuff in other people's yards and yeah. you're not wearing the proper footwear. Yeah, the worst shoes to break the law in is Stacey Adams. Very slippery <laughs> when you're trying to run away, you know? It, 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 the light shines off the shoe. <laughs> 
cops could see you. Yeah, the helicopters could see you from the sky with your little red gators. Now, what happened in your uh, neighborhood, Chinadu? Oh, man, my neighborhood, you know, the typical violence. It's just <laughs> a lot of stuff going on. So there was a post that said police are responding to an unconfirmed report of an employee stabbed at the bonds. Incident reported at Foothill Boulevard and Hubbard Street. OK, and there's some comments under there. It says security guard possibly stabbed, according to the scanner. And somebody's really pissed off, said these animals are too damn entitled. They're always people stealing from that bonds. And then this is the comment that really caught my eye. The lady responds to that comment. She says, yeah, my mom and I got our groceries stolen at that bonds many years ago. Hilarious. And this is <laughs> less egregious than it sounds if you really break it down. Because I've stolen somebody's groceries before. Have you? Yeah. At the grocery store. Uh-huh. So it's not theft. The groceries weren't paid for. Oh, you know, you mean like you took from somebody's cart? I just took their cart. Because I was like, oh, my God, this guy has everything on my list. He's about to cut my shopping down by 30 whole minutes. So you just took his cart? You don't own those groceries yet. This until is Until you pay for them. Yeah, no, that's absolutely true. Man, I took I'm not going to say it's right. It's funny. <laughs> but it's hilarious. It is it's hilarious. hilarious. I took the car, threw a bunch of cheese it boxes on top immediately <laughs> to disguise it. It did just walked away calmly. We're learning a lot about you tonight, Chitty. Hey, look, I'm always looking to save some time. <laughs> Life is very busy for me. <laughs> as soon as he reached for the Pringles, I was gone. <laughs> he was your food soulmate. Man, How did like, he know exactly what I wanted this week? All the stuff. I, I was like, <laughs> this is amazing. You know? I was like, let me just go ahead. <laughs> take his card. That's, I think, what happened to this lady. And she's still not over it. I'm like, lady, She's relax. still talking about it. Relax. Because <laughs> right. how are you going to compare that to what happened? Don't you hate that? People just want to be heard. Right. <laughs> We're talking about a real tragedy over here. And then we have All Lives Matter in the comment section. Right. Right. <laughs> like, That's exactly relax. what this is. That's exactly what that was. It was an All Lives Matter response. One time. Years ago. <laughs> lady, we're talking about today. This man is bleeding from his chest on aisle six. And this lady is wanting the attention to be on her about her because I took her little groceries. Next up is a segment we like to call Neighborhood Watch, where we dive deeper into the apps to find the best local stories possible. What's the first one? Report of a gas station robbed of donuts at gunpoint. This happened in Chicago, Illinois. Okay, that was one of my top three guesses. Uh, <laughs> they got good donuts in Chicago? They got good donuts in Chicago. <laughs> and it's cold and people be pissed off when it's cold. <laughs> Says police responded to an unconfirmed report of a man who flashed a gun and robbed a shell gas station of donuts before fleeing. That's why I'm pissed. That's okay. Let me hear why you're pissed. Well, you already know why I'm pissed. So you, you go ahead and say it. Cause well, I know we're on the same way. Well, I'm just like, yeah, if I'm going to rob a place for donuts, it's not going to be a gas At station. At a Shell gas station. Yeah, no. I'm going to go to an actual donut facility. I for sure thought this was a Krispy Kreme when I read the <laughs> At least a, a Randy's or yeah. a Dunkin' Donuts. I was okay, cool. Yeah, Krispy Kreme's. I could see that. 
<laughs> you yeah, know? They're delicious. Not a gas station donut. No. Get your life together. Yeah, no. I don't think this man has had other donuts. Maybe maybe he's only bought, like, store-bought donuts before and thought this was, like, an upgrade yeah. by getting them from the gas. I don't even... And I'm trying to picture, do they in a, in a Shell gas station, is it like 7-Eleven where they might be in like a case? You know what I'm saying? At the counter? Or are we talking about like packaged up donuts like Entenmann's? Because hey, even, even that more is disgusting. even more. Exactly. That's worse than a gas Ex- station made donuts. Exactly. I don't recall seeing in a gas station just like donuts in like a case. Because <laughs> that's the only kind yeah. that would seem tempting to me would be donuts in a case. This is meth behavior. Let's just call it what it Absolutely. is. Absolutely. This would be a great movie, though. A time to glaze. <laughs> One gun, four men, twelve donuts. A time to glaze coming this summer. What happens when your sugar tube demands <laughs> and there's nowhere to turn? And you don't have seventy-five cents. Running out of gas and running out of patience. A time to glaze. I would watch that. I would watch that. I'll watch that. <laughs> Chicago, be careful, man. They out here pulling guns for donuts now. All right. This next post says poop in mailbox. It's a poop in the box. It's my poop in a box. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> our camera captured this lady putting poop in our mailbox. And this happened in Van Nuys, California. Man, that poop melted, too, because Van Nuys is hot. In the summertime, Absolutely. There's no way that stayed in solid form. Yeah, it reads, this is very upsetting since I don't know who she is. I never crossed worlds with her and she did this. So I, it says our camera picked this up, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to figure out the logistics of putting poop in a mailbox. Okay. Because you think of the different ways to do it. Yeah. And you could actually like physically take a poop in a mailbox. That would require you getting like a step stool of some sort, a ladder. Yeah, you got to be at least... Six five to take a to poop take in a, a mailbox. poop in a mailbox, even with a step stool. Correct. Six five and up. Correct. And I don't think this person was six. Someone five. just a really high booty. Because she would have mentioned it. Correct. Yeah. So then it it probably was not that right. Yeah, so then it's that. like, did this person? They must have wrapped it up. It was it dog poop? Was it animal poop? No, you gotta. Yeah, I think. I mean, it could have been animal poop. I'm hoping it. That would have been more. I've been less upset if it's animal poop. Of course. But can you really tell? That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm like, I have a yeah. lot of questions because this is I mean, picked you up by too. camera. There's some poopologists out there. <laughs> that, you, that, is that their technical name? You never seen those? Yeah. Poopologists. Look it up. You never seen those detective movies where like a poopologist will come in and they're like, this is something else. And then they'll, they'll take their fingers in it and they'll put it close to their nose. Like, yeah, this, this is at least, uh, this might have came from a, a pony. Uh, A pony maybe definitely Cocker Spaniel. (laughs) (laughs) Like, wow, that was impressive. That's a poopologist, man. (laughs) Well, I'm pretty sure this woman was not a poopologist. She's just looking from her camera. So I don't know if she'd be able to tell if it was human poop, animal poop. Yeah. And how did they get it in there? Was it in a plastic bag? Was it in an envelope? Yeah, it was quickly. Tell you that much. (laughs) You ain't taking your time to put a poop in somebody's mailbox. <laughs> and she thinks she didn't do anything to cross this woman. She thinks she didn't do no, anything. she did. And, she know, had to have. She playing victim. For someone to go out of their way. And put poop in your mailbox? You did something. Are there worse things to find in your mailbox than poop in a bag? No. I think poop without the bag is worse. Well, yeah, without the bag, yes. That's 
without, and that's how I'm assuming they took it out of the bag yeah. and placed it in there. What happened to good old putting anthrax. it on the porch? Oh, putting saying. it on the porch and lighting it on fire. What happened to good old anthrax? Well, that too. Yeah. <laughs> when anthrax was a thing, that's all you had to of worry course. about being found in your mailbox. Of course. Now the terror is dropping off poop, man. I'm telling you, man, this, this war thing is getting out of control. <laughs> anthrax I could deal with. But poop? poop? That's when Bin Laden had went too far. Disgusting. The next post we found says, report of a man armed with machete in group fight. This happened in Gardena, California. I was going to guess Nigeria. That sounds Nigerian. Oh, yeah. Machete's a weapon of choice in Nigeria. Yeah, I don't even know where one would buy a machete in California. Yeah, you can make a machete. Out of what? Steel. I mean, I know metal. Yeah. Have you made one, Chinadu? I think the way you're describing it, the mm-hmm. way you're sounding, you're making it sound like you want to let people know you know how to make one, oh, but yeah. you don't want to let the authorities know that you actually know how to make one. Oh, yeah, I know how to make a machete. <laughs> I make my machetes between the hours of 6 p.m. and 10 p.m. because it's very loud. I'm just like in my garage, just planning for revenge. <laughs> you know, like those CIA movies, this guy just came. Daddy, can I sit on your shoulder? You just think about his family they stole from him. <laughs> Instead of just buying Revenge. a machete, you can't just buy a machete because no. it kills the effect. You got to make it just in my garage. I don't, I don't even have no revenge to go get, but it's bound to happen. Just in case. Well, just I mean, in case. You out here stealing people's groceries. Yeah. Now I'm about to go steal you me a Lulu, armed. you know? <laughs> Wait, what do the comments say on this one? One comment says, uh, <laughs> choose your character. Mortal Kombat voice. I choose Machete Danny Trejo. He said, these fools don't have any future ahead of them. Damn shame. For sure. Yeah, They. what's the saying? They say there's a saying you shouldn't bring a knife to a gunfight. I say but what don't. if it's a machete? Yeah. That's no, pretty. That's, don't bring it to That's no, hardcore. Don't bring it to a gunfight either. Unless you really that good. <laughs> you just knocking the bullets away. <laughs> and Danny Trejo for sure has a machete. Yeah. Another one said, what's new? I can't wait to move from this shithole. And that person responded, man, you can stay there. Gardena is safe as fuck. Nothing never happened there. You cool. It's bougie as fuck now. They're full of white folks. Well. I don't, I, don't, I mean, growing, I, I grew up not too far from Gardena. And, um, Did you see any machetes? Never saw machetes. The times is changing. If you enjoyed the Neighborhood Watch, you should know that we do this every week, don't we, Chinadu? No, we don't. Don't lie to the people. Yeah, we do. Told you. Up next is one of our favorite segments. This is when we phone one of our great, talented friends to come in and, you know, just tell us their own story about a nightmare neighbor or, or a great neighbor, right? So luckily today, we got a really dope episode. We have one of our very talented, hilarious, and gorgeous friends. You can see her on Comedy Bang Bang or killing it on the world-renowned show SNL. Put your hands together for the one and only Ego Rodham. Give it up for yes. you. Yes. Can I clap for myself? Oh, yes. okay. uh, you better, especially in this climate, you better clap for yourself. Yeah, we've all been quarantined I'm for clapping. a year. I've been clapping for myself. It's the only way I'm still alive. You hear me? <laughs> we've earned this. We've earned this. I'm like, yes. I'm, I do all kinds of stuff for myself now. I'm talking to myself, clapping yep. for myself. I, I could do a whole show on my own. But you thank you for to. having me, guys. I'm excited to be here. 
thanks for joining. No doubt, no doubt. So, you know, we we pretty much, you know, we we bring on the homies to come on and just tell us about a neighbor that's stuck in your head because whatever happened, whether good or bad. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So you guys, are are you ready for this? Yes. Um, This is me stalling. Uh, Okay. (laughs) So um, (laughs) I'm like trying to buy time. I lived in L.A. for like 12 years, and I lived in this one particular townhouse for eight years. So there were two townhouses, or four townhouses, so like two were attached to each other and another two were attached to each other. The one I lived in, the other unit was my landlord, so the owner of all four of these townhouses. So my landlord was an elderly man. He and his wife lived in this townhouse, and their daughter, who was close in age to me, also lived there with them. So I need to explain the like blueprint of this place is such that when I'd go, like I'd park my car in our garage, our garage was underground. And so it had enough room for like two cars from our unit and two cars from their unit. And the entrance to the garage was like the back door to our house. So like that back door would open to like a little stairwell that was shared by our landlord and his family and us in this other unit. Got it. So one night I had gone out and got a little turned up. And, you know, alcohol will make you thirsty, it turns out. <laughs> so, oh, wait. <laughs> wait, 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 what? <laughs> I didn't dabble in weed until the pandemic happened, to be okay. clear. I can <laughs> understand that 100%. Yeah. And now I'm an edible queen, okay? Edible queen. Uh-huh. She opened up a dispensary. <laughs> She's selling weed now. Yes, like, girl, oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm, my whole career has pivoted. But it wasn't the weed this time. It was just the alcohol. So I remember getting home early. And I used to love those nights where you'd go out and you'd do the damn thing and you'd turn up, but then still be in bed like 1130. That was the best to me. That that always excited me to be like, oh, I'm in bed at a reasonable hour. I could still have my day tomorrow. So I went to bed early after turning up. It must have been like 1030, 11. And in the middle of the night, I woke up and I was so thirsty. And I didn't want to check my phone to see what time it was because I was like, maybe I can like just ride this out. And my body like has enough liquid in it to get me to the morning when I mm-hmm. will get up. And I didn't want to get out of bed. I, li- I like how your body told you to get up. We need water. And you was like, no, <laughs> no. Oh, my goodness. I don't honor my body more than we could talk. Like, I don't even when I when it's time to use the bathroom, which is wild. I act like a five year old. And if I'm like on my couch in my home and I just got comfortable, I'm like, I'm not getting up to pee. It's yeah. not happening. You're going to yeah. have to figure this out. The longer you hold a pee, the better it feels. No one talks oh. about that. The stronger, the stronger, the stronger the flow. And it is the stronger the flow. And then the euphoria you feel after you released it is, that's all. I'm just chasing that feeling. I'm just that's chasing true. that feeling. Let's, let's talk it up to that. So I... Wouldn't get up to drink water. And the thing is, I used to have bottled water and I used to leave it in my car because I had three roommates. Yeah. Now I have a Brita filter. So people don't come for me. I have a Brita filter and go. I don't drink I don't drink bottled water. Okay. Mm. Bottled water was and is not cheap. And I said to them, and it wasn't a secret. Like one of the roommates was my sister, but everyone knew like when we moved in the house, I'm like, look, call me whatever you want. I buy bottled water and I leave it in my car because the bottles are just going to disappear through the week. Right. And I would not have been the one drinking them. So I'm like, I'm just going to leave them in my car, which I did spend a lot of my time in my car anyway. So I lived on the West side. So 
I was like, I'm thirsty. That means getting bottled water. I don't have any bottles in my room. The bottles are in my car in the garage. And again, the garage is like attached to our townhouse. But I just was like, that just is such an endeavor. Um, and so I was like, okay, go back to sleep. But then I woke up again and I was like, you're really fucking thirsty. <laughs> so I look at what time it is and it's like 1.45 a.m. It's like 1.45. And I was like, okay, all right. Well, I don't want to put pants on. So I sleep without pants on. <laughs> oh, no. no shorts. We just do t-shirt and underwear. How <laughs> do you see where this right. is going? <laughs> so, so I, I didn't want to put the pants on y'all. So like, I did not want to disrupt the sleep. You know when the sleep is hitting, right? And you're like, I don't want to get up. I didn't yes. want to check what time it was the first go around. Because I was like, if I look at my phone, that could threaten to wake me up. And so I was like, I'm not looking. So the second time when my body woke up, I was like, I need to see what time it is. Because like, can I just ride this out to the morning? And then I like discovered it's 145. And I'm right. like, I haven't even been asleep that long. You've woken up twice thirsty. Right. You're not going to make it to the morning. Right. Okay. <laughs> so you're going to have to get water. You're the only person sleeping at that point. Right. <laughs> I had, I did not think that. So that's the problem. That's where this is. So I was like, okay, 145. My neighbors are for sure asleep. They're old. Their daughter doesn't really go out or anything. So I was like, okay, to make this whole thing quick, this is what my brain was thinking. I was like, to make this quick, I'm not putting pants on. We're not making this like a whole giant errand. I don't even put shoes on. And like the garage is like kind of outside in a sense, but it's not. It's right. underneath our townhouse. So you should probably put shoes on, but I'm, like, I'm not even about to do all of that. I just need water and then I can fall back asleep. So I don't have pants on and I have uh, the t-shirt I have on, to be clear, is also not big. It's a regular lady. <laughs> Damn near a crop top. I'm, like, I'm basically ass out. Okay, so I I go to, I, I I I get downstairs. Like I think all my roommates, everybody's asleep. Whatever. When they're not home, I don't know what everybody's doing, but they're not there. We never really used to see each other. So get downstairs. That mission is fine. Right. I open the door to that shared platform with the neighbors, and there is my neighbor's grown man's son. He's got to be like 40 or 37. Oh, no. between like 37 and 40. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> and he looks at me, and I look at him, <laughs> and I say, I say, because I also like, I don't want you seeing me in my underwear, but here we are. Y'all, I say, I have pants on. I said that to him, and we both know I don't have pants on. <laughs> we both see I don't have any pants on. You're just gaslighting him right in his face? He's like, what? I, said, I just gaslighting him to his face. Yeah, we both know I don't have pants on. I do not have anything resembling <laughs> pants on. I don't have shorts on. I literally just have drawers on. I And I say to the man, I have pants on. And we're just. <laughs> Did he believe you? And then <laughs> we didn't discuss. <laughs> we didn't discuss whether he did or not. Yeah. When it's like, what? We like you. You visibly do not have pants on. <laughs> like you don't have pants on. You. I don't. That's all I could fix my lips to say to him was, "I have pants on." Well, look, women pants are getting. Tighter, tighter and, and tighter smaller. these days. So I'm like, look, maybe she do. Maybe this is new. Our pants now. See through skin <laughs> pants. I don't know about. No, no. I just, I just, I just, I, and I, I, it made me feel like not only are you out here looking like a whole spot running down here naked. 
his, I, I'm like the lie of it all, the lie. Now I'm looking like a bold, this is what you would call a bold-faced <laughs> lie. <laughs> was he like a, uh, a white dude or what? No, they were um, Persian, my Persian. neighbors. Uh, so they were Persian. If I was him, I would respond to and And I'm African-American. And just kept walking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Another bold-faced lie. Was the garage well lit when he saw you? Or was it kind of dark? Yes, yes. The garage, like the platform where we were both standing. Because I literally opened the door, y'all, and he's standing right there. I was oh. like, I don't feel like I've ever crossed paths with anyone in the eight years No, in well, that on that platform. No, because like, God likes course, to clown. Yeah. Yeah. God loves to clown. Yes. And he knew. <laughs> and so then I'm like, okay, you can go ahead. So you can go into their apartment. So like their door leading to the garage was basically right next to our door, also leading to this platform <laughs> to where you can go downstairs to the garage. And I'm like, okay, you can go ahead. And he doesn't. He like does the gesture of a gentleman, like you can go. And he was, I'm like, know well, why he was, he was trying to see them burn. <laughs> yes. yeah, like, it what? wasn't just it was a gentleman's like exactly. I'm calling yeah. it a gesture of a gentleman, but it was not gentlemanly. And I, I was just like, uh so like, I we, ran we go past see. Him. <laughs> <laughs> not my own. We go see. So I ran past him and so he was gone inside. But I was like, I'll have to see this man. Because he had moved in back in with his parents at some point, And I forgot. And I'm like, I'm going to have to see him. Like, Absolutely. I don't usually see him, which is why I never thought to not go in my underwear down. Right. Like, full guys, just draw. Like, French cut panties and a crop top. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, just, I'm like, what are you doing? So I feel like we had an awkward interaction after that. But non-interaction being that, like, I think he knew I was like delaying coming outside or something because I saw him or like his car with him. I was just like, this is too fucking embarrassing. But did you have pants on the second time you saw him? But I did. Every other time I had pants on and I would never, ever again, ever think I could just tiptoe down at 1.45 a.m. It doesn't matter what time. I would never make that mistake again because that was so uncomfortable. Because my neighbors, my landlord is like some sweet old man who like treated us like family and I'm like I don't like I don't like that your son he was being kind of creepy but I'm and but I'm like it's also my fault a little bit because like what are you doing trying to basically come outside naked to grab a bottle of water um and so that's my that's the like <laughs> of all the neighbors shit I've experienced that's that the... sticks out to me I'm like yeah. that man seen me Ugh. Yeah, I think about that, and I always wondered if he, like, told his parents. Of course he did. <laughs> nah, he didn't tell them. I don't know. <laughs> I think about that, and I'm like, he told his dad, who looks at us as just, like, these sweet, sweet girls. Which I am a sweetie, but sweeties be naked sometimes, too. Okay, so. of course. Let's talk about it. <laughs> okay. Well, you know he talks about it to this day, because he sees you on SNL, and he's like, I he's think like, that's the... I think- that's the girl this. I saw. Oh, wait, wait till she turned around. Wait till she I'll, I'll, I'll know off. for sure. <laughs> no, I wait till she turned around. I know the buns anywhere. No, man. I don't know why I thought. I mean, I do know why I thought I could get downstairs and not encounter anybody. I feel like that's not the craziest thing because I'm like, the parents are going to be asleep. The daughter is never home. Right. And doesn't go out. I don't even think she parked her car in the garage. It was the son that ended up getting me. But yeah. now, I i mean, I, I know not to try to do a quick little like, oh, nobody's going to see me action. Right. That was amazing. That was amazing. Thank you. Ego, would you like to stick around for our Karen of the Week segment? 
I'll stick around for a couple minutes, yeah. All right, yeah. cool. Yeah, we'll jump right into it. Stay tuned. All right. Next up is our Karen of the Week segment. This is where we directly address somebody who was caught being specifically an R word. And that can mean anything from racist to like raggedy, rude, radical, recalcitrant. (laughs) This person usually isn't very self-aware. So we like to give an award for the Karen of the Week. And this week it goes to a post that says Tennessee businessman dies and leaves five million dollars to his dog in his will. Five million? Five million dollars to his pet. Wow. It says it's an eight-year-old border collie named Lulu, who they say is a good girl. His friend has been watching the dog for several years while he's traveled and the money will be placed in a trust to provide for Lulu's care. She, the new owner, will be reimbursed for monthly expenses, but no money is going to her. Just the dog. Just the dog. (laughs) He made that clear. (laughs) You're not getting any of this bag. Period. The bag goes to the dog. That's fine, but if I'm watching the dog, guess what? The dog told me it wants a new car. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a a pet? Do you ever, have you ever had a pet, Ego? I had a cat as a child. So cute. But not since then, no. Um, <laughs> so that's so. you saying basically you would not leave your estate to your pet. Right. She's no, like, absolutely not. And honestly, how <laughs> fucked up is it that the person taking care of it does not get any money? Any of at it. At all. Any of it. I'm like, come on. Come on. At least pay them a salary. From $5 million, you could pay them a salary. Break them off a little like, something. Well, this is your job. Man, if I was her, that dog would go missing. <laughs> I thought we'll go missing. <laughs> After the ransom. Thanks. Five million dollars. I'll put also, the ransom up, pay also, a friend. Listen, <laughs> listen. Also, who's going to hold her accountable? The friend. Like, honestly, if the friend does decide to just take that money. Right. The, the, the dog isn't, like, signing off on, like, they're not bringing the dog to the bank to sign papers right. and shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. This is very suspicious to me because when you leave that amount of money to somebody, they were doing stuff for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was, mm-hmm. that's like, I feel like they were doing like, that dog was maybe this man's like side chick. Oh, Mistress. Yeah. He, yeah. Some type, you know, yeah. like a. Probably like some, one of them creeps. Yeah. That yeah. Yeah. He probably like put peanut butter on his balls. Yeah. And let the dog lick him. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. That's the only yeah, reason. Yeah. was doing sexual favors <laughs> for this man. <laughs> They're like, what? Some people just love love their dog. Some people really, I'm shook by it. I mean, the dog was probably like, do you know that there are starving children (laughs) in America and all around the country? And you're giving me, even the dog knew that. Like, you could have put this money to charity. The dog was like, how much? (laughs) I don't need this much. (laughs) Let's find out the dog is a philanthropist. And it's like, okay, like, I'm going to let you leave it to me. But then we're going to try to solve some problems here. We're in a whole pandemic, you know, people. (laughs) Right. Like, that is truly... Truly, truly insane. That's, that's unreasonable. Unless the man was like a billionaire. If he was a billionaire, I mean, it's still insane, but maybe context. It's still insane. Uh, yeah, yeah. Five million is nothing insane. to a, to a billionaire. Re- right. I'm reaching. I'm it's reaching, though. I'm reaching over here. I'm like, make it make sense. Right. If the dog dies, uh-huh. the state gets to keep the money. Like, Right. If you live into yeah. a dog and don't have anybody else in the will or the trust, like, it's going to, right. It's just going to get 
taken. Yeah, if I was a, the the right. person watching the dog, I would introduce it to my dog, make them have babies, make friends, and be like, "Look at that!" And then take mm. <laughs> look at that child support, right. child support. <laughs> puppy Got support. You. I was just thinking about the Mari version of the dog. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you the father. You know what you did. <laughs> you stepped up behind me at the park. Don't lie yeah. now. Look at him. He got your eyebrows. Child you support. knew what you was doing. You knew it. I told you. <laughs> After looking at all the evidence, Lulu, you are the father. Oh, man. I'm a girl. How does this happen? <laughs> That's too funny. Really quickly before you go, we'd like to rate yeah. our Karens on a scale of one to ten. On a scale of one to ten, with okay. uh, how many ask the managers okay. would you give this Karen of the week on a scale of one to ten? How egregious would you say their behavior was? I just can imagine how this person acts in the world and kind of like they're maybe one of those annoying dog owners that lets their dog do whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give this like seven and a half as the manager. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's definitely up there. That's going to be a seven and a half for me. Yeah, that's solid. Yeah. This person, this person has lost yeah. their mind. Yeah, absolutely. But we can't speak ill of the dead. Who said we can't? Who made that rule? <laughs> <laughs> amazing ego thank you so much for joining us today this was so much fun one more time where can people find you i know we can see you on snl but what's your social media so people can find you there yes thanks for having me you can find me at eggy boom on instagram that's e-g-g-y-e-o-o-m and then i'm also on twitter at eggy underscore boom because someone has the other handle and i'll never pay for it so um, it's not yeah. that deep, so I got an underscore on Twitter. I don't know if Esther Wilson is holding on thinking I'm going to ever offer her some coins for it. It's not that deep. We're going to keep the underscore <laughs> popping. That's so her name. That's, you just out of it. I mean, Echo definitely Wilson. reached out. <laughs> I don't know. Because I've been talking did. about her for years, and I was like, I realized she probably thinks that means, oh, or whoever you know, kids, grandkids, whatever, like you could probably get money for it. I would never pay for that handle. Um, so I got the underscore on Twitter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> thank, thank you, Ego. Keep killing it. Thank bro. you guys for having me. All right. Bye. 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 All right, guys. Now is the time for my favorite segment. This is where we like to end on more of an inspiring note because sometimes these posts can be a little negative, bring you down, give you some anxiety. Yeah, yeah. This this is about, you know, just a reminder there's a lot of good people left in the world. This is true. So break out your chamomile tea. Yeah, put on the cardigan. Because now it's time for Won't You Be My Neighbor. Won't you be my neighbor? My neighbor. You're singing it like uh, poor man's Jodeci. I'll treat you good. Okay. So this post reads, a Chicago man goes around buying all of vendors tamales in frigid temperatures and then gives them to the homeless. Wow. A Chicago restaurateur went around buying out tamale vendors to help them get out of the cold. He then gave the purchased tamales to the homeless in Chicago. He also opened Love Fridge, which is a Chicago-based program created to help with food scarcity in the area. 
His name is Robert Maguillette. So shout out to Robert for being a great neighbor, not just a neighbor to his neighborhood, but a neighbor to the city, to the community, to the world. Stellar. Just saw somebody struggling, took it upon himself to go out of his way to help somebody and then made it a pattern, passed it on. Instead mm-hmm. of saying, you know, like a uh, pay it forward, mm-hmm. he paid it for himself. So, you know what? Yeah, let me know where the other Tamati ladies at. He helped out so many people because he helped out the vendors mm-hmm. and then helped out the homeless. Yeah. Bought out the vendors so they wouldn't have to be in the cold and then paid it even more forward by giving it to the yeah. homeless. Now, my only critique is what? You don't like tamales? No, I love tamales. No, I was going to say, you're but, crazy. I mean, <laughs> he was very specific with what type of person he wanted to help. You know, because it's not that many tamale <laughs> ladies in the street. You would be like tacos, burritos, yes. hot dogs. Yes. He was like, nah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> but if you selling tamales, I got your back. I will buy 40. I would imagine after a while, there's some of the homeless people, they like, God damn it, nigga, how many tamales you gonna keep bringing? You know, like, <laughs> can you get, can you switch it up? Fuck. <laughs> That's literally where the term beggars can't be choosing. Bruh, it's been three weeks of just tamales, man. I've, I've been shitting all over the place. <laughs> yeah, we get some vegetables. That's how I always felt about the soup kitchen when I first heard about them. I was like, do they just always give people soup? Because <laughs> I was like, that would get old really quickly right. if they're just giving people soup. Soup. Like solid foods are that much more expensive. Yeah. But like. <laughs> I know fruits that are cheaper than soups. Oh, absolutely. But like in this situation, yeah, you would just have to suck it up and bite your tongue because you can't complain. Yeah. You just got to take those tamales. I know some people are like, I'm good. <laughs> good dog. but shout out to this guy he actually had um he had a quote that said rather than let the woman who was wearing so many layers of clothing she looked a bit tamale like herself (laughs) turn into a tamale popsicle (laughs) maggiette bought out her entire day supply close to 10 dozen tamales gave her big tip and set her on her way He said, if somebody in our neighborhood is struggling, we all struggle. I'm not trying to save the world. I'm just trying to help people who need food. If I have the ability to go help somebody, I'm just going to help somebody. To me, it's literally that simple. But with all that aside, we do appreciate you. We do. We need you guys to be more like Robert. All right. If you see somebody that needs something. And you got some time and you on got your it. hands. Give it to him. Go out there and, you know, just help him, man. Don't need nothing in return. Just just be a good person, a good neighbor. It costs nothing. It costs nothing. Unless you're giving somebody some money, then it costs whatever. Yeah, tamales ain't cheap out here, man. That's a <laughs> that's a high-end Mexican food. Tamale? Yes. Is it? Think about it. All other Mexican foods is exactly the same. It's just different shapes. It's all the same ingredients. It's yeah. always like... Uh, it's always corn in some type of tortilla form. Yeah. There's cheese, beans, lettuce, chicken, rice. tomatoes. We know what it is. Right. Guacamole, extra. You feel me? Yeah, the the, the tamale yeah. takes a little extra effort. Yeah, a nacho is just a taco in pieces. It is. You feel me? <laughs> it's just a dismantle. That's all it is. You know, it's just a nacho look like a taco inside your mouth. That's what it looks like. That's right. And a taco is just a burrito <laughs> with the sunroof open. That's all it is. It's like somebody just didn't trust burritos. Like, nah, man, I don't know. Let me see it. That's how the taco was formed. 
I don't know, man. I need to see my food. <laughs> All right, that is it for this week's episode of Nosy Neighbors. Man, what a great episode. What you learned today, Candace? What did I learn? I learned that donuts should not be taken from a gas station because there are so many other options. Facts. If you're going to rob a donut shop, go somewhere else. And I've learned that maybe it's not a good idea to eat free food if you don't know where it's coming from. Oh, that's good. So thank you for enlightening me. You're welcome. Who knows? You might have saved my life in the future. Yeah, I probably did. Even yeah. if I didn't, I still would like to take credit for that. And also learn that, you know, sometimes you need pants. You got to put on pants. I'm going to say most of the time. Most of the pants. time. Not even sometimes. Nine most of the time. out of 9.5 of the times. Yeah. You're going to need some pants. Yeah. Because even if you're inside your house, if you're not living by yourself, you should have pants on. Yeah. And now these houses are getting bigger and bigger windows. So even when you're in your house, you're never just in your house. You're not. Especially now when you have nosy neighbors like us. (laughs) We looking. I'm in the bushes staring at the wall. Where can everyone find you on social media, Chinadu? You can find me on Instagram at Chinadu Unaka. That's Chin E-D-U. Last name, U-N-A-K-A, or on Twitter, Chinadu Comedy. You can also find Candace at Asshole by Candace. <laughs> <laughs> He's saying that because every time he says his social media, I start falling asleep. <laughs> Jokes by Candace, that's where you can find me. Nosy Neighbors comes out every Thursday, only on Spotify. Be sure to hit that follow button on Spotify so you never miss an episode. Nosy Neighbors with me, Candace Thompson. And me, Chinaduna. Is a Spotify original podcast. We executive produce the show. Special thanks to our producers, Allison Johnson and Tiara Darnell. Michael Hardman edits the show. Cornelia Stradwick does writing and research for us. Our executive producer from Spotify is Gina Delvac. And special thanks to Robert Adler. Damn it! My mouth is cottony. <laughs> And special thanks to Robert Adler, Dan Behar, Casey Simonson, and Tari Miller. Make sure to follow Nosy Neighbors only on Spotify. <laughs>